Hello there, everybody. Welcome, Welcome to Jewish. To Jewish. Season two. Oh, it's Jewishish. All the news that's fit for us to podcast. Uh, November. It says right on the thing here. I'm trying to see if I can do it by you memory. You can't do it by memory. You don't know. Twenty. What... No. Ten. You knew what it was earlier because oh, we're going to take 11. down the Halloween decorations. It's midway through the month. Fifteenth. Excellent. We got laughs, news, stories, Jews. All the sports. Entertainment you, you could wish. wish. We're the always irritating Jewishish. And. I'm eating an ice cream. Oh, that's not why you wanted me to No, read the red. Oh, and. It's Serendipitous Sunday. On Sundays, as On our Sundays, listeners all the, know and resent, we read things up to serendipity. Me? You had plenty of chances to say it. No, I was waiting for and, the, you know, and, and we welcome back our wonderful Star Trek correspondent, Estelle Mezzi. How are you, Estelle? You doing all right? I think I introduce people much better. Better than what? Well, I do the whole, like, Estelle, and get everybody hyped up. Whose introduction do you prefer, Estelle? Um, they're, they're both fine. Yeah. Good. <laughs> appreciate so you weighing in on enthusiasm. that. Enthusiasm. Yeah. And it's time, again, for What Do You Think? Each we week, play? we play a brand new release or a recent live performance that neither of us has heard. And we'll see what we think, and you at home can too. And maybe those of you at home will tweet us at at BickersThe or email us at BickersThe at gmail.com or leave us one of those messages on Anchor. Today, it's the new song from Run the Jewels called No Save Point. You ready? Mm Mm-hmm. Is it not playing? Any fucker in this bro 
people could like it and I think I respect it because I like Killer Mike. I like Killer Mike too and you found a, a Jewish connection to the band, huh? the, Run the Jewels. The second, the other person in the group besides Killer Mike whose name is LP uh, is Jewish. That's uh, well, at least of Jewish descent. Yeah, so Lithuanian that's another Jewish reason descent. for us to put, we have a lot of reasons to play Run the Jewels. Exactly. Killer Mike's been a very important figure. You Were you able to hear that Estelle? Uh, I heard bits and pieces of it um, would occasionally come through, but as always, it, it yes. sounded a little distorted. Well, I think I would recommend it. No Save Point, the uh, song is, is, no is called, and that's kind of interesting. Yes. All right, so have you heard, Estelle, have about heard the exchange about between exchange? AOC and Janeway about Tuvix? What? No, I haven't. Listen, listen to this, okay? Listen to this. Fans of recently re-elected congressperson Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez have been asking her to return to Twitch, and she asked in return what topics she should talk about. And a fan of Star Trek Voyager suggested she talk about the moral implications of the famous, famous Tuvix decision. Now, you'll, you'll know this, Estelle, but for our listeners... This refers to an episode from season two in 1993 when two of Voyager's most beloved crew members, Tuvok and Neelix, were merged into a single being, Tuvix, by a transporter malfunction. Tuvix, the resulting being, had his own personality and earned the crew's respect. The doctor figured out a way to bring back Tuvok and Neelix, but refused to do it because it would have erased Tuvix, who didn't want to be erased. And ultimately, it was Captain Janeway who performed the procedure herself. 
A fan asked AOC to comment on the moral implications of this, and she responded, quote, This one is deep, would definitely have to rewatch it, but this is solid, end quote. Kate Mulgrew, who played Janeway, weighed in in response, saying, quote, Willing to hear the crew's thoughts as always. However, shouldn't Tuvok and Neelix have the biggest say? Oh, wait, they couldn't. I stand by my decision to restore them to their lives. Rewatch and report back, AOC, and congrats on your wish, on your win, end quote. AOC responded, quote, One thing I learned watching Janeway growing up is how leadership means being responsible for working through dilemmas, dilemmas without no clear answers. With no clear answers, AOC said. All the, this is her continuing, all the easy decisions are made before it gets to the top. Janeway, Janeway leads with focus on her mission to get her crew home. Thank you, Kate, end quote. So the only way, clearly, to settle this debate is to turn to Estelle Mezzi. Estelle, what do you think about the, the Tuvik's decision, and, and how would you guide AOC to weigh in? First of all, I am shocked that I missed this. I follow both of them on Twitter. I have no idea how this slipped under the radar for me. Um, you know, this, this <laughs> really demonstrates why it's important to listen to Jewishish avidly. Yes. You know, just so, there's so much you could miss if you don't listen to our program. Exactly. Um, you know, <laughs> I know the Tuvix decision... I know it's a it's a controversial episode for a lot, and I've seen like in every if there's a video about Voyager on YouTube, any video, guaranteed someone brings up Tuvix in the comments and starts fighting about it. Um, and a lot of people I've seen think that um, it wasn't ethical for Janeway to make that decision. Um, a lot of people uh, kind of um, vilify her for that decision. Mm. Um, and I, and I personally, I think I ultimately agreed with her bringing back Neelix and Tuvok because I th- I don't know, it's hard because, you know, you try to think about like the needs of the many versus, you know, the few. And if you view Tuvok and Neelix, um, as the many, like, they never agreed to be merged into one being. Um, and he may have had all of their memories, but he was essentially a different person. Um, and I think it's really difficult to decide, like, who's right, like, who is the right to exist, and if that supersedes someone else's right to life. Um but I think because Tuvok and Neelix had, like, they were the original, you know, people who made up Tuvix, um, who had their own lives and families. Um, I think Janeway, I think Janeway ultimately made, like, the, it was a hard decision, but I think it was ultimately better for the crew and also for Tuvok's family and for Neelix's family, you know, with Kess. Like, she wasn't in love with Tuvix, she was she was in love with Neelix, um, so yeah, it, it was a, a difficult decision though, and she didn't. I don't think she took it lightly. 
So, so does it add? So, if you think about it just specific, specifically in relation to AOC and how she, given her position, should comment, does that give you a different take on it? Because obviously AOC is someone who people look up to and see as a kind of, um, you know, she's, she's thought of as a moral figure and, and somebody whose moral judgments really matter to people. Would you would you also advise her to weigh in in support of the the Janeway's decision, or is it different thinking about it from her point of view? I mean, I think like it, obviously Star Trek explores a lot of difficult situations that wouldn't happen necessarily the exact same way in real life, um, in real everyday life, but. I mean, I feel like, I don't know, I think, I think this particular situation is an instance where I think moral people can disagree to some extent, because um, I think you can make the argument that Tuvik's deserve to continue living, but you can also make the argument that Tuvok and Neelix deserved um to like have their own lives back. I I don't think it's a black and white issue no. that like if you're a moral person you pick one side. So would you would you does that mean you would be inclined to urge AOC not to not to take a side on it to 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 point to the the logic behind both both possible decisions but not to come down on one side or the other? No, I think she can absolutely weigh in if she wants to, because again, it's, I think it's something where it's like whatever side of the argument you're on, I think reasonable people can understand your reasoning. Yeah. Or well, whatever side. I don't think it's an issue where if you weigh in and you weigh in on the like wrong side, quote unquote, um, it's going to be some kind of huge problem or uh, evidence of some kind of moral shortcoming of uh, um, yeah. So I think if she if she comes to a conclusion, whatever that conclusion may be, um, and if she wants to share it with people, I think she can. In light in light of what you're saying, I like her initial response anyway, where she says she's going to have to rewatch the episode, but then uses a as an occasion to point to her admiration for a female figure of leadership. That seems to me a very good initial response, regardless of what she she decides in the future. Mm-hmm. All right, so are you ready for art or no art? Art or not sure. art? We have another list of activities for you to decide. Are they art or not art? Are you ready? Yep. Okay. Etch-a-sketch. <laughs> um, yeah, you can, you can make art on an etch-a-sketch it's kind of difficult but you can do it what do you think i would i would give it an art rating okay i spent many years uh you know engaged in in making such artistic endeavors on the etch-a-sketch okay Very good dedicated to it. okay two two Cute votes for art results the next one is making a snowman art or not art not art art if if you've ever seen Calvin and Hobbes, you'll know it's art. Seen Calvin and Hobbes? You mean as well, in Reddit? Well, red, red, red. 
It's more of a seeing experience, though. So if, if the snowman achieves a certain level of complexity, then it's art. Yes. Okay. Would you accept that, Estelle, or do you think that no matter how complex the snowman, it's still not art? I mean, I suppose it could be in, in a way if it's like related almost to like ice sculpture, because uh-huh. ice sculpture is art. So I suppose if you tried really, really hard and you had some excellent craftsmanship on a snowman, I, I guess it could be art. Okay, very good. But your, your three-year-old making three balls of snow and stacking them is not really necessarily art in my opinion. Okay, you heard that, parents. Don't, 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 don't inflate the ego of the three-year-old with yes. the balls of snow. Yes. <laughs> All right. What about competitive television singing like on The Voice? Is that art? Mm. I mean, I suppose so. Like, it's an artistic performance. Um. I mean, and a lot of the times they don't just they don't just do like flat out covers of other people's songs. A lot of times they'll do like rearrangements uh-huh. of them, give them a, a new spin on different songs. Um, you you, so yeah, you I think that's artistic. You had observed last week when I asked about yodeling that singing was an art, so I thought I would push singing to a kind of limit case. But you're saying it's still an art. What about you? You, I don't know that you've ever seen a show like that, have you? No, I have. I yeah. think that it's very, very rarely art, but there are... It can be an art, yes. but it's like the snowman, yeah, the yeah. odd... Okay. How about calligraphy? Art, art or not art? Yeah, I'd give it art. Art? Yeah. yeah Both sure. of you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. And then the one that I promised you... Oh, boy. ...that you mentioned last week... Oh, boy. ...gluing <laughs> pine cones onto felt. Art or not art? We mentioned that last week. Yeah, that's what Estelle said was her introduction to art. Oh. Yeah, we made we made little dolls out of pine cones to um to play with in preschool. And was that um, art or not art? Uh It was your gosh. you said last week it was your introduction to art. I suppose so, yeah. It's like you know, like arts and crafts. Uh crafty. The nearest equivalent in my day was you used to take, you had to save up your sticks from ice cream bars and you would make things out of those. You know, the wood sticks in them. And you would make boxes and sculptures and things. And that was our introduction to art and to splinters simultaneously. All right, and that's Jewishish, I believe, for today. We Unless made it. there's anything you want to add. We made it. All right. Um, you know, I finally, I remember a week or two ago, you asked me for a Star Trek quote, and I didn't have any. Oh, you have a Star Trek head, quote? So I went. Good. I went and researched. I have several. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I have eight different quotes from several captains, Janeway, Cisco, Picard, and Kirk. All right, um, why, don't, why don't you give us four of them this week and four next week? Okay. All right. <laughs> um, all right, we have two Janeway quotes since we talked about her this yes. episode. I'll read hers first. Um, and her first one is, You know as well as I do that fear only exists for one purpose, to be conquered. 
Nice. Ooh, very very good. Very good. I like <laughs> that. Yes. And her other quote I have here is, it's never easy, but if we turn our backs on our principles, we stop being human. Ooh, mm. nice. Uh, mm. Very good. No wonder AOC admires her so much. Mm. Yes, yes, good. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then here's one from Bacard. No being is so important that he can usurp the rights of another. Mm. Ooh, that's a, that would be an interesting one to try to apply to the Tuvix decision. That's very interesting. I know. Good. I yeah. was thinking about that because, like, in a way, like, Tuvix, his very right his very existence was you know usurping the right to exist from Tuvok yes. and Neelix yes viewed in the context of, oh. of the Picard quote it seems like that really especially ratifies Janeway's decision mm-hmm. yeah good um, and what's your last one for this week oh okay I think I'll share one from Kirk good um I don't remember what episode, I don't remember the specific context of this, but he said, look at these three words written, larger than all the rest, and with special pride never written before or since. Tall words proudly saying, we the people. These words and the words that follow must apply to everyone or they mean nothing. Well, yeah, there's some grim irony about that since they clearly didn't apply to everyone when they were written. But maybe we should think of Star Trek as pointing towards a... uh, time when they truly will apply equally to everyone. That would be, that mm-hmm. would be good. Good. All right. Very inspiring. Excellent. Give us, give us the other four <laughs> next week. Okay. Yeah. We're very excited for this. Yeah. Good. All right. Thank you, Estelle. Thank you. Oops. I got the wrong one. I thought I had the right one. Let's go with this one. Today. That's fine. Okay. Well, folks, Josh. I don't have much to say in conclusion, so I'm about ready to head out. All right. So goodbye, folks. Good luck. Embrace the oscillation, and we will see you for another week, starting tomorrow with Murray Monday. Yeah, we got Murray Monday. Thucydides is going to do the uh, Murray tomorrow. There you go. And we'll begin another week of Jewishish. All right. Na-na-na-na. 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 Na-na-na-na.